Hey everybody, I'm Jan. I'm Dylan. I'm Darius. And welcome to Trek to the Holodeck, where we're doing the hard work of definitively ranking the best Star Trek episodes featuring the holodeck. Yeah. If you don't know what the holodeck is, I'm assuming you do, but if you don't, it's basically like VR or holographic technology uh, that is used in Star Trek to go places, to do things, to have fun. And we rate these episodes using our patented Drasks's system. Drasks. Yeah. Uh, so dialogue, romance, action, suspense, camp, and stakes. So far, it has not led us astray in any it's way. It's the best system ever. Uh, and what qualifies a holodeck episode, you might ask yourself? Well, it's literally any episode that has the holodeck. So it could be an episode with just in the holodeck, the whole episode, or it could be an episode where we just kind of like peek in it and you look in it and it's there and that's it. We're going to do all of them. Uh, and this week we are doing Second Contact. It is the first episode of season one of The Lower Decks, which just came out August 6th, 2020. It just so happened. come along and join us on our trek to the, to the simulations to be this real much of it is real sir i disengage the safety protocols not that even a holographic bullet can kill it's all a holographic simulation please enter program i was thinking of something a little more intimate program complete i was kind of going for like a Let's get ready to rumble. We should do one of those. <laughs> Let's trek to the holiday. Let's get ready to trek to the holiday. Coming in at 165 pounds. <laughs> <laughs> trek to the holiday. That's what we should have done for the Ambujitsu episode. We should have yeah, introduced all of us. We always think of this a like, week late. <laughs> we always think of oh, the, the right bit a week late. Oh, that would have been so good. <laughs> so this is the first episode, as Dil uh, Darius was saying. Of Lower Decks, which the showrunner Mike McMahon has posited that the, or has said, pitched that the acronym or whatever, the shortening for it should be LDS. Which uh, doesn't make so sense. Yeah, I think he just yeah. is saying it as a reference to the Voyage Home. Yeah, because yeah, like that yes. scene. Like Voyager, Voyagers is V-O-Y, which because you have yeah. to have a three letters and it's only uh, like a one word thing. TNG yeah. is the next generation. TOS, the original series. Deep Space Nine, DS9. So if anything, it's got to be TLD. The Trent. Lower Decks. Yeah. The Lower, but it's not the Lower. It's just it's lower, lower Decks. decks. Oh, is it? Yes. Yeah, okay. It's not. But okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, This first episode was written by Mike McMahon, who is also the showrunner. Mm -hmm. yes, it was directed by Barry J. Kelly, mm -hmm. and the music was by Chris Westlake. Uh, Chrissy Westlake. Oh, Chrissy Westlakes. Chrissy West. Chrissy. Chris West. Chris Lake. You've gotten Chris a nickname Lake. from Trek to the Holodeck. <laughs> Enjoy it. <Yeah. laughs> Certified. <laughs> Boom. What do we think of that intro music? Um, I don't know. I, it, I think you said it, Jan, earlier. It kind of sounds like Galaxy Quest. Yeah. yeah, which is weird to me because I I have a lot of feelings about this right now. So 
the fact that it sounds like Galaxy Quest is very weird. And I because like it's, I love yeah. I like Galaxy Quest and I love Galaxy Quest. I think yeah. it's a great movie, but like it to me it re it sounds more like deliberately spoofy. Yeah, rather than belonging to the franchise. Yeah, yeah. I think honestly that's so far my criticism of this first episode. But uh huh. Yeah. yeah, we'll see what I, happens. I would with sure. Yeah, I agree with you. I do like that the beginning of it. It kind of like fakes you out, and it's like, oh, is this going to be the TNG sound? Because it's like, <laughs> right, or just a classic <laughs> Trek sound? Because yeah. it does yeah. that. Dun, dun. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think cool. He did a good job. Oh yeah, it was a great job. I think he did a good it job. Just it just doesn't something sound, about it yeah. doesn't Star Trekky. Maybe it will over time. Yeah, but I will say that Discovery and Picard sound Star Trekky to me quite a bit. Those themes. So. True. Yeah. I uh, got some guest star shout outs. Uh, Jessica, Mc- Jessica McKenna as Ensign Barnes. Uh, Paul Shear as Billups, mustache guy. Billups is quite great. Um, and Phil Lamar as the Admiral. I-, I love that they found a way to squeeze Phil Lamar into this. Yeah. He's just like a legendary voiceover writer. <laughs> He's just been in everything. And uh, he's the Admiral. He's in the this. guy. Yep. Uh, Paul Sherry, you I think probably that, know from How Did This Get Made podcast. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jessica McKenna is a, a, a pretty well-known improviser and writer, I believe. Yeah, and, she has a yeah. – her, her and Zach Reno have a musical podcast. Um, it's pretty funny. Check it out. Yeah, this this show definitely leans heavily in the L.A. comedy scene. Oh, yeah, totally. Yeah. Uh, it's a little inside baseball for you non-Los Angelinos out there. <laughs> but it is a very California-y show in that sense, too. The The ship is a California class, the Cerritos. Cerritos. Is, oh, that is <laughs> weird. Yeah. That's very odd. I mean, it's not odd. It's just interesting. Yeah, I, I mean, they're going for an angle, right? They have a, they have a thing. Yeah, definitely. Um, do you guys want to do, just talk about... The episode? You want to go through yeah, the synopsis? Let's just, let's just do it. I think let's this is going to be it. a little bit different from usual because we're talking about something that's fresh rather than something that's yeah literally decades old. Yeah, this is a, and yeah, it's a, and new it's ground specifically for us. a comedy. So. Um, so it opens up with a, a fake captain's log, as you yep. know, <laughs> Boimler's in a closet doing a fake captain's log, which was in all of the the ads, so it didn't really get me too much. I was kind of like, like, yeah, I know this is, this, I know the joke. I know, I the, know the joke. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> I don't, I, that can't be a writer thing. That has to be a marketing decision. It is. Oh, yeah, totally. totally. And it's a terrible yeah. marketing decision, in my opinion. Like, why would you, yeah. why would you give away literally joke numero uno? <laughs> yeah. It really, it's the first joke of the series. <laughs> it puts a damper on the rest of the episode because you, you see it and you already kind of go, it's not funny. I, it's not funny. I get it. I know it now. <laughs> even the even the cold opens like joke joke like the the second the actual like scene joke of like the Mariner like being drunk yeah. and throwing around the batleth was yeah. in the marketing. So yeah, uh, it, didn't all, hit. it was. Yeah. I when I watched this, I didn't realize for some reason my CBS All Access account had uh, English like descriptions turned on. So and I didn't oh, realize yeah, it, dude, those but are it was best. like, love those. <laughs> but it was like a woman's voice, and it was like, zoom in on the USS Cerritos. We hear a captain's <laughs> log, and I was like, it, and 
is this part of the episode? Is it going to be like a weird, like <laughs> meta, like, <laughs> and oh, it was so almost cool, better though. that yeah. way yeah. than it was with the actual joke. <laughs> if you watch everything like that, it's like reading a book while watching yeah. a movie. It's awesome. Very big fan. I think that's really cool. And I think it's cool that that option is like day one out there. Oh, totally. You know, like a decade and a half ago, you just, I'm sure if if you were not cited or whatever, you would have to like wait forever or have your friend like describe what was going on to you. So that's yeah. very cool. That, that's, that's one. I'll give that to CBS All Access, that it's <laughs> a feature that. <laughs> thanks, Viacom CBS. very cool of them. <laughs> Yeah, I'm trying to worm my way back into Viacom CBS's good graces. So we we call uh, we, we we open on on the fake the captain's log, and then we get him getting caught doing the fake captain's log, and she is drunk on Klingon whiskey, which yeah, apparently Romulan is whiskey. Romulan no? whiskey. It was Klingon whiskey. I think it was Romulan. I'll bet you. Was it? She said Romulan. A million pieces yeah. of gold pressed latinum that it's Romulan. Whiskey. Are we sure? <laughs> We should start betting pools with gold press Latin. By the way, you owe me. It, the first scene was not a holodeck scene. I know, I know, I know, I know. <laughs> I, I owe you a couple couple bars of gold press Latin. I mean, <laughs> while we're looking that up, the the Batleth thing, um, in general, her lines there. Uh, it's Romulan I have a whiskey. question. It is Romulan whiskey. Yeah, because the, and here's the reason why I was able to find it. Because I, God, I don't like Star Trek official Twitter sometimes. And I mean, Instagram sometimes. They posted a picture of it, uh, animated, animated picture of it. And they said, is Romulan whiskey canon? Question mark. Tap the link, by, the link in the bio to learn more about this week's Star Trek Lower Decks Easter egg. What? It's not an Easter egg. They said it like out. It's in the first scene of the movie of the show. Also like, <laughs> why is it an Easter egg? <laughs> And it's, is it it's canon? very prominent. Are you? Yeah, it's a very why? prominent. Of course, it's canon. You're, and if it, you made it canon, you just made it canon. It now if it's is, not, even if, if it it's wasn't, not canon, yeah. why are you using it? <laughs> Anyways, okay, sorry. We'll the, run your social media, we'll, Dylan. Star Trek. <laughs> I just have a question, and this applies to this Batleth bit and the end, kind of. Yeah. How famous are these people in in? The Federation. How famous is Worf? How famous is Picard? Well, like, I, that's a really good question. They were on though, I think the it, USS Enterprise, yeah, and I think what, which is like the number. What one we show. learned from okay. uh, from uh, the Icarus Factor. While it is a terrible episode, <laughs> we did learn <laughs> there's a lot of valuable nuggets from Picard okay. that the USS Enterprise is like the flag. It, it is the flagship, and it's like one of the okay. most known ships so as the first officer okay. of the uss enterprise d he would uh right yeah. would have been known so wharf probably would have been known okay is it is is the enterprise d and and later e or any enterprise basically they're like the yankees or something you know or whatever okay. best yeah, team yeah, in yeah. The equivalent That's sport fair. you know like okay people like their household names like oh yeah counselor troy She's she's the is counselor she for household? the Enterprise, right? Okay. That, she that is was according like to this episode. Something that weirded me out in this throughout the whole episode, it's very like, it felt like these people were just fans of the show. And that, totally. yeah. that really weirded yep. me out. And I was like, yeah. let's not talk about this. Let's just talk about what's happening on the ship with the people and stop saying like, hey, remember this? Hey, remember the this? Like, the fan hey, service you know this? stuff was a little, 
if well, I didn't, I wasn't a fan of, like, I it, don't like fan service. Loud. Don't give me fan yeah. service. If I'm a fan Maybe of the show, an episode. I'll love it. Maybe. Yeah. No, I, I think, agree with yeah. you. The fan service to me is just doing a good show. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. And making the situations trekky. Like, the situational humor is what would make all of this good. That's why, like, Galaxy Quest is so great. Is it's basically a Star Trek movie, but they can get away with a lot of other shit because they're it's not Star Trek. Same with the Orville. Yeah, they, why the Orville was is so great. The Orville is pretty fantastic. Too. Basically a Star Trek show, but it's it's not. <laughs> it's not. Is yeah. there is there a holodeck on the Orville? I gotta I gotta yes. look at it. Actually, yes, there is a holodeck because there is <laughs> well, a, a holodeck porn joke in it where the uh, right, Klingon yeah. guy goes to this like crazy sensual like <laughs> uh, basically Klingon like porn garden. So yes. Right. <laughs> uh, okay. So sorry. Getting back on the the the. So we did the cold open <laughs> episode. Not there's a few jokes. Oh, not a lot of jokes. I do. I do want to say that I thought the sound effects for the Batleth were fucking dope. <laughs> they were I don't really know good. I mix know on my sing, TV. Sing, sing. All the CBS yeah. All Access mixes for all the Star Trek shows are really messed up with Awful. my receiver. I don't know why. They're terrible. I've seen other people on Reddit talk about it too. They're like, it's really bad. But like the Batless sounds were way, way too much. But I kind of dug <laughs> it. You hear that CBS All Access, Viacom CBS? Too loud. Too, too loud. loud. <laughs> Uh, the bit, one of the bits that I really did like uh, was just the replicator saying "banana hot, hot banana, banana hot, hot. <laughs> banana hot." That was so fucking. I good. love the concept of the the replicators like getting weird and like being really. Well, that's up. like what it would really be like if there was a malfunction. Because like on Deep Space Nine, every episode O'Brien is fixing the replicators, but you don't really see the repercussions. Well, it's like yeah. sludge. They're always like, "Oh, it's black sludge or well, something." Because when you think about it, too, like. Here's my explanation and like weird mind canon for it. Uh, replicators grew out of 3D printers. 3D printers are printers. So replicators are printers. They always need to be serviced. And you're never going to have fair. one that's going to work right ever. That's what, O'Brien's life is a living <laughs> hell. I'm O'Brien is IT. Because of the- O'Brien's <laughs> IT. <laughs> You tried turning it on. He's like the only one. Um, (laughs) Although we, so we cut to, we cut to, um, I'm going to forget all these names. Um, That's, that's fine. We we cut to her uh, uh, arriving, Tendi, arriving aboard the Cerritos, which I actually liked this scene because you don't really see in Trek a lot new people coming aboard a a ship. And it reminded me of like the J.J. Abrams movie, uh, movies where Kirk first comes aboard a ship. You know, it's like this like wonder yeah. and amazement of being aboard yeah. this very giant exciting. ship and being a part of it. Like that's kind of cool. Yeah. It's yeah. Like exciting. whatever your first assignment is, no matter how shitty, you're like, fuck yeah. I'm on the Cerritos. <laughs> yeah. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> and I like how I will not, this is the first instance in this episode too where you see. I think that really wonderful Star Trek blind optimism uh-huh. in the characters because she like the the lieutenant or whatever is like move uh, like, like keep it moving lower decks <laughs> and Tendi doesn't even like react to it at all she's just mm-hmm. like cool yeah, yeah like whatever, I'm just whatever. like I'm here I'm just enjoying <laughs> I don't care. it yeah. this is awesome yeah it's very uh, nice their uniforms are great too I really oh, like the design I of the fucking, uniforms I really dig the uniforms yeah, yeah. a lot 
yeah, it's it, a it's a perfect blend of like the next generation, totally, yeah, and those like original series movies where they had like the 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 the, the vent, yeah, the yeah. flat that they could unbutton, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like that looks so Skin comfortable. Toasting. Like yeah. at the end of the day, you just release the flap. Yeah, I want one of those. Oh man. So yeah. It annoys me that every Star Trek ship has its own uniform, basically. Yeah. But it's fucking weird. It makes no sense, but it's no fun. Sense. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so that happens. Okay. Blah, blah, blah. Uh, Boimler, I guess, is like, he's tasked by the captain of the ship to yeah. spy on Mariner. Yeah. Uh, because Mariner is kind of a wild card with the Batleth thing, you know, and seems to not give Talks a shit. Talks really fast, and to be honest, is kind of annoying. I think we found out before this that, like, she's been on other ships. She has been demoted, like, yeah, because she just uh-huh. doesn't want to follow the rules. But it's not for, like, oh, being yeah. bad. It's just, like, she feels like they could be doing better. <laughs> she's yeah, just, she's like, yeah. Starfleet's not good enough and it's dumb. I don't I don't go by Starfleet's rules, but I'm still going to be in Starfleet. She's Which just I'm really sure the smart. show will explore more why. Yeah. But as is, she's kind of like the Rick of this show from like the way she plays. Later on, we find out it's probably because both of her parents are higher ups in Starfleet. Her mom is the captain of the Cerritos. Her dad's an admiral. So like she's probably just she's probably just like pushing back against her parents. It has nothing to do with Starfleet. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, it might have probably. something to do with Starfleet. <laughs> uh, uh, the, oh, the, they do go on a tour. They give Tendi a tour, which is a good like narrative yeah. way to get to also introduce people to the show which is mm-hmm. at which point they go to the holodeck yeah yes. which we'll go over later and yes. but I, it's a great intro it's uh I, I i don't remember the actual tng lower decks episode um but it's cool to see how the rest of like ensigns and stuff like that live on a ship how they all are bunked in quarters instead of just their Sounds own awful their own rooms I don't like that. I honestly, I saw that and I was like, "That sucks!" Oh my god, that sounds awful. Yeah, it's not a galaxy class ship. Not everybody can have you know a living. Not everyone gets their own so holodeck. Seventeen of them or something. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the first bit that I like actually chuckled at, minus the banana one, was um, mustache guy and the first officer high-fiving, saying, like, hey, let's go get a beer. Yeah, chumming it up and being really chummy. I was like, that's the good, like, kind of stupid Trek humor that's not really anything about Trek, but you imagine that they act like that all the time. Totally. That's what I enjoy, yeah. I feel like like the Enterprise D is full of, like, the way overachieving nerds, so even when they have those successes, they're like, all right, well, I'm going to go home and fall asleep but on this ship it's like hell yeah we'd like totally didn't fuck up the second contact i mean one of them got bit by a mosquito thing and uh yes ransom Ransom, yeah uh which is such a bro name ransom Ransom. he's totally is a bro too he's he's like that's a it's jerry o'connell i think is the voice like it's he the, the it fits the fits the character like in Knives Out, uh, Chris Evans' character his name's Ransom, and he's just total oh, bro. Weird, like it's such a what bro name. That? Jesus. So they they it's go down to the name. planet. Rich bro name. They go down to the planet right to do second contact, which from what we've heard is just paperwork and shit. And they have to like, put up a install a comm array to communicate yeah. with Federation. Yeah. yeah. And while this is all going on. 
Boimler and Mariner. Mariner is off what it looks like to Boimler selling uh, weapons to the, the native alien species. Which are and pigs. Because Boimler's... Which are little cute pig aliens. Um, so Boimler like runs up to her and is like, "Stop selling weapons!" And she's like, "I'm not." Um, and then he shoots at them. And, the little and pig it turns out that away. she's selling farm equipment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. because which is they like, can't wait yeah. another year or two till the Federation, yeah. which shows the Federation bureaucracy. Yeah, it's, totally. It's and nice, I think yeah. you know. If if I think it's interesting if you look at it in the context of Picard and how Picard it, at that point is another like fourteen or whatever fifteen years later, at that point Federation has like completely lost its soul. Yeah, yeah. And so it's it's uh, it would be interesting to see how this if this show like makes an effort to show that like descent that side of it. Yeah, well, like of the yeah. Federation. So it'd be it'd be it'd be cool to see if they actually do. One of the things that I love. And this is obviously not Star Trek canon, but one of the things that I love about the Orville is they are able to do dumb, stupid comedy and still do a serious Star Trek show. Like, yeah, they still have episodes where you're like, oh, there was maybe like two dick jokes in that episode, but everything else felt like just a Star Trek episode. So it'd be yeah. interesting to see. It's like they've got a board the, where they have to like <laughs> they scratch out yeah. the dick jokes. I'm like, okay, now well, we, I think the rest is. And I think what it was. Let's I think what serious. it was is obviously uh, he wanted to create a Star Trek show, but Fox yeah. wanted him to create a comedy, the and so he jokes. was like, "All right, fine, I'll give you some dick jokes, but this is what I really want to do." Like <laughs> the the later seasons of it are much more serious. But yeah, um, interesting. So it'd be anyway, interesting to see yeah. if Lower Decks can actually like do some more serious yeah. stuff while also making Rick and Morty style dick jokes. I hate to be a downer, but I do not think that's going to happen at all. No, I, I think, think that it's not meant to, but maybe yeah, if they can exactly. like put thread the needle <laughs> a little bit in there. Yeah, I do. Yeah. I, I mean, I think that even Rick and Morty, since we're going to inevitably compare it to that, yeah, because we, for yeah. one thing, Mike McMahon was a writer yep. there. Yeah. The show's animation is very much inspired by it. We've already compared some characters to some characters from from Rick and Morty. Uh, in fact, Boimler is probably Morty, right? Yeah. Uh, and Mariner is Rick. Easily. Um, oh, yeah. I don't like this. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like But it. even that show, at the end of a lot of episodes, you go, fuck. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's you true. think about it. It's made you think about some but stuff. But the, the question is, is that this guy or is that? Dan Harmon or one yeah. of the other writers because well, like from we'll a lot of the reviews I read of this guy's work from what a lot of people have said is like it's good but it doesn't have that touch that Rick and Morty had I don't why I've, I've this, seen like two episodes of Rick and Morty but like from the reviews I've read it doesn't have that that edge you know I'm gonna do a second sports metaphor this is the most sports metaphor we've ever done <laughs> and it's and we did an episode about baseball yeah. uh this is like when other teams hire Bill Belichick, like coaching staff, <laughs> and they're like, I think we got this the next Bill Belichick. Off, yeah. And it turns out, no, yeah. you just, you, you want Bill Belichick. Yeah, you just hired a guy who worked for him. That's not, that's like, that's like hiring like Jeff Bezos, his assistant. You're like, yeah. all right, this is going to be the guy. Well, next, next Amazon, Amazon right? Yeah, right here. <laughs> you got... 
Sometimes nope. it works out. That, this is this is coming off far cooler because I I personally I probably enjoyed it the most out of us three is the vibe that I'm getting. But I actually had a lot of fun watching this. Um, but I guess we're all jaded because we want things to be really good. Yeah. On the second watch through, I enjoyed it a little bit more than the first Same. watch through. Um, but yeah. Anyway, yeah. oh, we we've completely we've completely missed a subplot, which is actually my favorite part of the episode. Yeah, and yeah. it's it's the date that Ensign Rutherford goes on with Ensign Barnes. Yeah, yeah. Which I, I for me this worked perfectly. Which Absolutely. Rutherford's played by yeah. Eugene Cordero, so it's He's two great, yeah. UCB improvisers uh, yeah. playing these characters because it's Jess McKenna, and you can tell because it is funny, like. <laughs> Rutherford's yeah, yeah. my favorite character. I think he is the funniest of all of them. I think he's like, he's not too on the nose. He's just kind of derpy. Um, and that scene when they get into the elevator and she like kisses him and he's like, she's like, what just happened? And he's like, he's like I'm more interested in what didn't happen. And he goes over. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I, and I feel like that's a sign that he is one, he is a Starfleet officer that will go far. Because yeah. that's the kind of dude that would end up he's on the, the next Jordy. Is a dude. Who, <laughs> he's yeah, he's totally the next Jordy. But he's got more, way more game than Jordy. Way more game. Because on, on that date, he's constantly like he's juggling the two balls. Right? He's like, okay, we'll just have to walk on the saucer section. So, what kind of music do you like? You know, like <laughs> just, just like. And uh, I, I'm a believer line. Like, it was really yeah. cute. It was it really was cute. Good. They yeah. were still, and I loved how competent they were. Mm-hmm. In fact, generally it seems everybody's pretty fucking competent. And mm-hmm. I do like that because I don't like comedy where people are just bad at things. I just get really bored. Yeah, yeah. that's totally fair. Yeah, but they all that. belong in and Starfleet. And the overall, are good. the overall like take of the show is, you know, the command level officers are getting by on what all the lower decks is doing, but being like, yeah, nah, we did it. Fuck everyone else. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, long story short, the zombie outbreak on the ship goes crazy. Yeah. It turns out that the little side quest, the, the B plot that Boimler and Mariner was on, gets a cure effectively up he to gets, the Cerritos. He gets yeah. suckled by a big spider, which spider I actually think cow. this bit is like one of the better ones in the whole <laughs> like the whole episode. Him getting suckled by the the spider and then when she says like don't kill it. Like they probably milk it. And they're like, what? And they're like, these guys probably milk it. Like that line was so good. <laughs> that these guys probably milk it. It was very Star Trekky in that yeah. sense. Too, yeah. Cause exactly. she's like yeah. trying to be empathetic. It's, it's at first I was like, fuck, it's going to be like a JJ Abrams thing where the, the monster like chases them and they have to like kill it or, you know, yeah. hide from it. Mm-hmm. And instead the, the, the episode was like, no, it looks like that, yeah. But we have to remember that there's strange new, like, infinite possibility yeah. and infinite diversity yeah. of life. It He's was very tricky in that sense. <laughs> Anyways, they figure it all out, and the episode ends with uh, Anyways. all of the upper deck taking credit for all the stuff that the lower decks did. Great. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I don't think we really need to go too much into it because I, I know we want to talk about the show itself. <laughs> I have one question before we get to the holodeck stuff. Well, no, uh, I have some stuff before they... we get to the holodeck stuff, too. Oh, okay. Yeah, me too. <laughs> why do they bleep out swear words? Like, I sometimes yeah. it's funny, but other times I'm like, hey, just don't. You don't need to do this. Like, I think it's because they're going for that, that adult swim audience, but they know that that's technically too young. 
It's a weird. To swear. It's a weird um, mix because if they feel like they're in the middle right now, where they either need to go raunchy or go not raunchy, and it's just kind of this weird middle ground. It feels. It always feels weird when Star Trek gets into swear world, and it really bothers people a lot. For me, I'm like, it's I'm ipsy pipsy about it. I don't really care, but yeah. people like you know somebody says like get get the fuck over yourself to Picard, and everybody's like, oh shit, like. This isn't what a Starfleet admiral would say. It's like, uh, I mean, uh, yeah. It just—I think it was just a bad line, you know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's so weird. More than anything, but like, it's hilarious when in the J.J. Abrams Star Trek, uh, Spock says that that line to Kirk, the, like Prime Spock said that line to Kirk. There's that beat, and Chris Pine just goes, "Bullshit." <laughs> like, <laughs> there's a way to do it. Yeah, or like there in, is. in Voyage Home, where he's like. Double dumbass on you, like when he's in San Francisco. <laughs> so it's you can swear in Star Trek. Yeah, it just depends. But on I how agree you do with it. you. You got you got to pick a you got to pick a line. Yeah, pick a lane. Some of my lane some thinking. of my I think biggest gripes, um, if they even are gripes with this episode, are uh, more the fact that like there's just a few things, and we can we can debate it, but there's it feels like there's a few things that. Star Trek generally would do in these situations that they ignore for the sake of making the joke. Like, uh, one of the big ones for me was, uh, the pumping of the heart was like, here, hold this heart and pump it. And then the, and he's like, Oh my God, that's my heart. That hurts. hurts And she's like excited to actually pump a heart. I'm like in Star Trek and we're so far in the future, this wouldn't be happening. We wouldn't be holding a heart in our hands. Like, Well, I think like for a split second right before that, though, the doctor, Tiana, Tiana the cat lady. is like, uh, <laughs> the anesthetics aren't working and like, like I'm too busy or something like that. It's Here, all hold fucked. this heart. Yeah. So it's just like a yeah. throwaway, like, this is the joke. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I it get just seemed like, I don't know. It just seemed like that's not, like, even if the anesthetics weren't working, like, you, they, they wouldn't still. have his chest open with a heart in the hands. Like we've, well, we've I, never seen like an open heart it. surgery in Star Trek. Well, like it's probably a budget have. constraint. <laughs> now you have. Well, I mean, it was a, a panic situation too. Like usually on Trek, because the budgets are so tight, you don't see big panic situations, which I kind of enjoy. But with this, it's unlimited. So like, they just went with you know space. There's that episode right of Deep away. Space Nine where Jake. Uh, and Bashir are on that planet and they basically are in a field hospital and Jake has to become like... Ooh, yeah, that was a good one. You're right. Yeah, and that's yeah, a but panic it's situation. mostly people... Yeah, I guess you're right. You're right. And he's not <laughs> holding hearts. No, he's not <laughs> holding hearts. <laughs> I do like that... Because this is a, a, a divergence, I know, mm. what we're, or a tangent, but because it's animated, obviously they can do more. Totally. Mm. And we yeah. talked about in the animated series episode, like it's cool that there are cat aliens, like another like alieny things. And they, they're doing yeah. that with this. Yeah. And I like that they are. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I agree. I love I agree. that the doctor is effect basically just grumpy cat. It's just a grumpy cat. <laughs> and I love that th- it said you're not uh, nobody's authorized to pass out. I thought that was really funny. <laughs> um and then the other like Star Trek y thing that we can debate, I think, is in this situation, on any other Star Trek show, I feel like, uh, one, the zombies wouldn't run and be, like, running zombies. And two, there'd be containment fields being thrown up all over the place. Like, 
There'd be way more force fields. Yeah. Yeah. They would be like, okay, uh, engage force fields yeah. at this location. But I think the there's an, it doesn't show this, but like there's a science officer who gets in the table where um, with um, Barnes and Rutherford. And he's like, it's happening all over the ship. So my guess is Ransom is not the only one who got a mosquito bite. Oh, yeah, that would make sense. That would be my headcanon for it. Because yeah. if it's happening all over the ship, maybe it all happened at once and they yeah. couldn't like contain it fast yeah, maybe enough. like well yeah you put force fields ever but i agree with you darius okay. it, it does but i also feel like the cerritos maybe does again is not the a game of star well no i mean they sure show they that are. in the in the opening with the ship bumping into everything like and yeah yeah <laughs> i i around. do i i get what you're saying about the zombies moving so quickly and that threw something into my head where uh this is just a bad pitch but the humor could have been a little more meta, which probably would have entered like kind of weird Rick and Morty territory where like it is a TV show. So like when there are zombies, you don't know it's a TV show, but when there's like zombies, they're just like moving slow because of budgetary restraints. And the characters going to be like, I feel like they would move faster. Like, I feel like I could. I f this doesn't feel dangerous to me at all. Like, I don't know why this is so weird. Which Why aren't you moving? Would have been an interesting why angle. Why are you letting yeah. him bite you? You could just literally move out of the way. <laughs> yeah. And I, don't, I think they were saying zombies as a shorthand for, you know, a, a, a virus that was making oh, people yeah, yeah, behave yeah. No, crazy. To totally. Yeah, yeah. I just feel like. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And this is a this is thing that with Next Generation, nobody ever runs. Like you rarely see people running on nobody the Next Gen <laughs> ship ever. It happens maybe. Those uniforms times. are way too uncomfortable. Um, <laughs> you see it happen on Deep Space There's Nine some combat roles. But like. In these situations, and again, it's animated, so they can do a lot more. So I totally get it. I understand that. It just doesn't feel Star Trek-y. Like it, it, because of the budget constraints that Star Trek has always had, it doesn't feel like Star Trek to have these aliens doing high action things and like running around the ship and jumping all over things. I think that's an interesting point because I th it just brings up the, the concept that Star Trek is a TV show. So when things don't feel trekky, I think a lot of it is because it doesn't feel like a TV show in in an, in a weird way because of budgetary constraints, which is kind of what I love about it. And I would be interested if they leaned on that a lot more to just kind of rip the the curtain and be like, it's a fucking show. Like, <laughs> like this is a show. I, it's a, that's a really good point from both of you. And not, not just the, the budget constraints, but also a framing constraint. Mm -hmm. Because yeah, yeah. up until, I think, Enterprise, everything was shot in 4.3. Yeah. Or, I mean, it was Crops. shown in 4.3. Yeah. Uh, the movies can have more, like, mm -hmm. horizontal running action because of the wider aspect yeah. ratio. Yeah. And you definitely see that in the J.J. Abrams movies. Like, you, you feel it. You're like, this is, like, way more exciting yeah. i mean for a lot of reasons because you know it's designed to be a blockbuster but mm -hmm. one of them is jj abrams loves making people run from one plot point to another <laughs> like literally that's and his whole thing <laughs> it totally is if you watch any jj abrams movie it's like why is this so exciting but also doesn't make any sense There's oh because no they're just substance. running yeah they're just running from a to b <laughs> <laughs> um yeah i think uh, and i think they do that yeah more on go ahead no no yeah i was just uh, jumping off of what you said I, like um I think that's also with Discovery, my biggest thing was like when I think of a Star Trek show, and I think you're right, it comes down to framing and stuff as well, is 
I just think of a lot of uh, locked down shots, wide shots of the bridge. (laughs) Like, and with Discovery, it was a lot of like close ups and like mediums. And it was just, there's no wide shots and there's nothing locked down. It's always moved. The camera's always moving and like things are always happening. And there's not just a locked down shot of people talking. And that's what I think of when I think of Star Trek. And so it was, it didn't feel like Star Trek to me. And yeah. the, fren- the frenetic editing, yeah. the pacing of the editing. Yeah. It's literally yeah. the the George Lucas versus like the sequel trilogy. Because when you watch old Star Wars, when you're watching the fights, it's locked down. It's like you're watching a samurai movie. You get to see everything. And the new stuff, they're cutting on every single hit to hide a lot of the choreography. So it's, I think it's kind of the same thing where I like... Gun Fu. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I think it's a similar thing where it's like the older stuff is just a little bit. I mean, it's also, you know, has to do with the time and budgetary constraints and all that stuff. So, yeah. Um, uh, anything that you guys would like to see, like are hoping to see more of? I think we talked about it like in a macro sense, but like, are there specific bits that you really like that you or want to see develop? Mm. Um, I'm I'm very hesitant about the holodeck. I'm kind of afraid, weirdly enough, because I feel like it's going to get overused. Um, but uh, yeah, it does sound but, like the, 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 the crew, the cast and the writers really like the holodeck as a concept. So I mean, I feel like they really like it as, don't a, as a concept, <laughs> but I also, this episode, they used it for maybe three jokes, four jokes, and that's about it. Like, so yeah. Yeah. who knows? It was more of an yeah. intro to the concept. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. I don't know. I, I, I kind of, and this kind of goes again, this kind of goes against the whole idea of the show, but I kind of want to see more of the command level bumbling idiots like <laughs> yes because they're just a, they're there like, is, yes yeah because like i love the, the little moments where in normal star trek picard would be like wharf suggestions and, and they did that basically in this where um the captain is like shacks any recommendations shacks is the huge buff bajoran security yeah. officer and he's like i recommend we detonate the warp <laughs> and she's like what no <laughs> <laughs> I do, I'm like, this guy is going to be my favorite character. I'm hoping that, and it, it, in the little preview, it showed them getting on the the uh, the bridge at some point and like being ensigns on the bridge. Um, but yeah, it, interestingly enough, that concept is way more funny to me than like lower decks in a weird way. Watching completely incompetent people try to run a starship is hilarious. <laughs> 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 yeah, I'm. I'm really looking forward to, to uh, that. Um, also, we should we sh- we we should uh, uh, talk about real quick the cybernetic uh, implant that uh, oh, what's his name has. This, yeah. Rutherford, Rutherford has, has Rutherford, yeah. How it's suppressing his emotions because it's ma- it's designed by <laughs> it's Vulcans, it's designed, right? Designed by Vulcans. <laughs> I just thought that was hilarious. <laughs> That was a good know, bit. And, it, and he's like, I love that little moment too, where he's like, Can you help me out with like are you nervous? Like, no, I'm not nervous at all. I wanna be I, and I wanna be. <laughs> <laughs> he like wants to be more human. Yeah, and then and they he, fix it. And he's like, Oh shit, she's not gonna like me. It's great. Yeah, and he's it's like, uh, what can I what can I change? I can't change anything. I'm just myself. <laughs> uh, uh, really good jokes in there. Yeah. Really yeah. good jokes in there. Yeah, Should yeah. we uh, take a look in the holodeck? Let's do yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, let's do it. Sweet. Accessing Starfleet Archives. Simulating. You may now enter the holodeck. 
Ah, Lieutenant Commander Pert Lewis. What's up, man? How you doing? Commander Not pretty Lope. well. Pretty er, well. <laughs> you are you're much more excited than normal. Why do you keep lying? Are you okay? Lieutenant Commander uh, Lopek, Lieutenant Commander Per Lewis. Uh, Lopek, hey, did Lieutenant I just... Commander Tom Space. L- Lieutenant Commander Tom Space. Did I just see you laughing? Uh, yes, I... <laughs> what it... what, what's so funny? Can... Uh, nothing is humorous at all. I am trying to install this cybernetic implant made from Earth, and uh, I'm having some trouble... <laughs> Oh, this is oh, horrifying. Right. This is this weird. Is really terrifying. I don't ever see yeah. him with emotions. Yeah. Yeah, well, I would like to have emotions more often. I'm trying to... You see, Ens- Ensign Rutherford, he had a Vulcan cybernetic implant uh, out of necessity. Yeah. And it was causing him to be more logical. And I figured perhaps weird. the opposite would work for me. Gotcha. Yeah, I mean, it, it would... The thing is, is yeah. like human human cybernetic implants are way behind in technology yeah. the, compared to Vulcan. <laughs> what? What? Oh, oh god! And, okay. Oh, god. So, go, 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 oh, hey, yo, 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 yo! Stop choking him! Don't dare you! Stop choking him! Stop choking me! Stop it! Stop it! Stop it! I am so sorry, Lieutenant Commander right. Space. It's okay. You need to. Hey, oh, Lord. you think we could actually get in a fight? Because then, I mean, well. We, we could enter combat, Tom Space, but I doubt your chances of winning would be doesn't very matter because if we yeah. get in a fight here on the bridge and you say that I started it, then I might get demoted and I might not even be working on the bridge anymore. Why? Uh, what? Oh, uh, you guys know how I uh, had a about a year where I was commanding my own ship. Yeah. Yeah, the Ares. I remember. Yeah, yeah. the Ares. Uh, you were the only one who would, who ever accepted that and. Assignment. Let me tell you, yeah. it was awesome at first, but after after like the first couple months, the the shine uh, it wore off. Being in command sucks. I, uh, See, I don't know you, why you I spent so much of my time trying to become a captain. It, it's terrible. I'd much rather be an ensign. Oh my god, you reached it the peak. It did suit you quite well. Yeah, you looked I know, nice I, in the uniform. The whole thing and I saved pips. a lot of lives when the Ares came in. Saved a lot sure. of lives against the Romulans. Sure, he did. But yeah. I, I do not recall. Yeah, I don't remember that, anything that, about that either. I, I no, well, no, I that, that was definitely a thing. If you guys look it up, just look it up. I mean, you. Are you lying to me, Lopek? Oh, stop God. crying. I'm not. Lying. I hate this. <laughs> Sweet Lopec, Christ. You need to either get that thing under control <laughs> Lopec, or like take please. it out. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. I, I, I apologize. Yeah. That wasn't. That was far too much emotion. Oh my God. Anyways, uh, did you guys? Did you? Uh, did you guys get the virus? Yeah, I was gonna. Did you guys get the virus, the zombie oh, virus? Oh, I received the virus. Yes, it it, it invaded me. I got it too. Uh, luckily, I didn't eat any flesh. You know. That is so weird. I I didn't get it, at all. What? Really? Yeah, I kept trying to get it, because I I wanted to feel what it was like to have the virus, because I'm I'm playing this guy right now in in the play, who who gets this this virus, um, and I thought. It'd be great research to actually get a virus. I was like, oh, this is awesome. I can go get the virus. So I kept running around trying to slurp up some of that black stuff, uh, but nothing. You, didn't get it. 93% of the crew got the virus. I'm shocked that you didn't. You had to get bit in order to get it. The black stuff didn't actually, it was just like, that was bile vomit. Ah. It didn't actually like give you the virus. Vomit. 
Really? I drank gallons it, of that stuff. You mean you didn't get bit? Like, it, literally, all no. you had to do was be in the proximity of somebody who had the virus, and they were, they would. No, I just kept walking towards them, and they would walk. They'd smell me, and then walk around me. I don't know. I did eat a lot of garlic that day, though. So maybe it was the garlic. I did. You know what? Now that I, I had a lot of garlic. I probably Are you sure smelled it was the garlic? like garlic. I do remember you. I do remember seeing you. You were helping escort Boimler to the mm -hmm. medical bay. Yeah. And you got some of that slime on you. You sure it was the garlic? Yeah. I think it was the yep. garlic. Definitely the garlic. The spider cow slime was, you know, the cure. <laughs> God, your eyes that look was a good so laugh. dead. That was actually a good laugh. Like that I laugh was okay. You. But when you Thank look you. into I his I'm, eyes, I'm tuning this properly. His eyes. Well, yeah, look he looked like he wanted to kill laughs. you for sure. But yeah, it's really scary. Guys, being on the bridge sucks. I fucking hate. I, I honestly, it's it is impossible to have a, con a private conversation here. Have you noticed yeah, that? Like it's in really engineering, hard. back when I was an ensign, real easy to have a private conversation. Seriously. You just go over near the oh. warp core. No one wants to be near the warp core. It's so loud. Except for Boimler. Yeah. Boimler wants to be the warp core at all times. It's weird. He's always is is Boimler. I, I was going to say, is Boimler the one with a certain feature, but I could not tell you anything. None. I could not even come up with a feature. No, he Boimler's, none. yeah, he's real forgettable. Well, uh... What was his name again? Bueller? Biemler. Bumgardner. Biemler. I think it's Biemler. Uh, yes. I think I just said it, and I can't remember what it is now. <laughs> Beamer. I'm, I am fairly certain it was Beamer. Beamer. Okay. Hey, Tom, do you yeah. want to punch me in the face? Because you're welcome to. I'm. I got a new role of a guy who keeps getting in fights, and I really want to feel what it's like to get punched in the face. If you want to get at, off the bridge, yeah, let's uh, do it right when the what captain. What the walks fuck, in. guys? I was gonna be the one to fight Tom. Oh Are you getting my a little God. jealous. I was gonna. I was yes. I don't like. What? I don't like. What is this feeling? I don't, I don't, like, I don't like emotional low peg. I don't like yeah, it. Yeah, this is so weird. I can't handle it. I don't like it. Can you take? I will have this cybernetic implant removed as soon as possible. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Not. <laughs> oh God. God. I gotta get out of here. Psh, I have some science to do. Excuse me. Okay. All right. Holodeck content. Very short. Again. I would. <laughs> I would like to ask a question to start this off because yeah. they go into the holodeck. Correct. And yeah. um, Tendi is, they're basically showing her the holodeck, and she's like, whoa, this is nuts. And I thought to myself, do they not have holotechnology on Earth or wherever she was from? Because, like, in Voyager, as we see in Author Author, he's very much like they distribute holo programs everywhere, and it's all over Earth. She's so that, from Orion. That was just like a weird. Right. Okay, never mind. Okay. And I don't know how long Orion's been a part of the Federation. Um, I don't know if they even are still. Oh. She might just be okay. like, you know, how Ferengi might join. Yeah, so yeah. Uh, I don't know the answer to that. Uh, it very much feels like they could have just done it for the joke, obviously. Which is fine, But yeah. they, that, her species could not have holodeck technology, and she's one of the first, if not the first, in Starfleet. I don't know. Yeah, that's true. What are they? What are they called? Orions. Orion, yeah. 
They're known in the original series as being like the slave girls and stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And then in they kind of retcon that in Enterprise, mm-hmm. Thank where God. they're like, actually, the women are in charge. They just play this role to make it to manipulate yeah. other species. They're they're definitely like another kind of they're another side of the Ferengi coin, where like they they're okay. kind of chaotic and self motivated. Yeah. Okay. Um, I think she's like a really cool, like hipster-looking Orion girl. She's got like <laughs> side cut, short haircut. So yeah, they come in to hipster. show the holodeck, uh, and uh, we go through a few uh, different scenes. We're like, show me a beach on uh, in Hawaii, and then cool, beach they're on the beach, and we get the yeah. dumb joke, which I actually kind of enjoyed. This joke that Boimler's allergic to the sand. <laughs> yeah, I was like, is this a joke about? Is this a reference to Star Wars? I thought yeah. he might be like, I hate sand, you know? I hate sand, yeah. <laughs> I bet in one of the drafts it was that. And then I'm like, we got to make it. It's a little no, too on the nose. fun of Star Wars, yeah. yeah. Pretty, it, it was a kind of funny joke. I mean, I saw it. Once it happens, you're like, oh, yeah. But it was, it was funny. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, Tindy goes to a place on Orion. And then Boimler cool. goes to the warp core because he wanted to see the warp core. Which... I mean, pretty chill day. area. Like this is white noise chill. of a warp yeah, core. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> right. But that was the and, and that was then, the joke. They're like, you could go anywhere you want to go. Where do you want to go? I want to go to the warp core. And then we and get then it ends with a porn joke. The inevitable porn joke. The they hit it right off the bat. <laughs> <laughs> I wish Finally. the name of the program was a little bit more discreet because the name of the program was literally like. Naked dudes working out or Naked something. Naked Olympic training <laughs> <It> was complex. <laughs> Naked Olympic, yeah. Yeah. And I like the attendees just like, it's very detailed. Very detailed. <laughs> very detailed. <laughs> I do like that they did it and it was two female characters too. That it, instead yeah. of, because, I mean, it's always been dudes who are talking about the holodeck weird. in that way. Yeah. Yeah. There's going to be a lot more porn jokes, just so we all know. Oh, yeah. Like it's gonna be ripe with weird, weird stuff. Yeah, I could be wrong. Um, this actually kind of reminded me of Practical Joker in the sense that the way that they used the holodeck was basically to explain the concept of the holodeck. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Mm-hmm. Which actually makes me think now that they're gonna use it a lot more than uh, than I thought they were originally because they put it in this first episode for people who've never watched Star Trek before, so that, yeah. that they can then use it in future episodes and people aren't confused. Okay. We're going to have to there do this whole fucking season, guys. It's going to be in every single episode. <laughs> um, well, well, we'll come back to it. We're just not going to do it next week necessarily. This is not, this is, you know, we're committed to what our podcast while, is about. Yeah, while we if, want to uh, do episodes from Lower Decks, this will not become a Lower Decks ep- uh, podcast. It, it's still a holodeck podcast first and foremost. <laughs> <laughs> if there if there has to be, if there's not, I'm going to be really bummed out, but a whole holodeck episode because that's a staple of Trek. I bet there will be an episode. If I were pitching in this room, I would be yeah. like, there's an episode where they can't figure out whether or not they're in the holodeck and yes. there's like a Russian doll holodeck situation <laughs> that would be my number one Grab pitch yeah really. style like holodeck. wait are we on <laughs> it's like this is a really really detailed simulation it's like it's not a simulation <laughs> <laughs> i don't know well, oh that's well, great should uh, we rate it yeah yeah let's rate it um, 
Yeah. I, I mean, I did nothing really stood There's out no, to nothing me. Nothing happened, really. Uh, yeah, so uh, dialogue. The, there were some jokes. Yeah, it, it, we're going to have to figure so, out how we want to rate uh, these episodes in our system because they're comedic episodes on purpose. Like, I don't know. Well, we got hey, to... Our guy. ranking system just, is perfect, Darius. We is. don't have to change it. No, I'm not it. saying we're changing it. I'm just saying, like, <laughs> when it comes to dialogue, are we, are we rating the dialogue on how good the jokes were or are we rating the dialogue on how good the dialogue actually was? I think that's up to you. I think, yeah, whatever that means to you. Uh, you know, you, you talk about one. there being a sort of a sliding one. scale. Okay, one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go with uh, 0.5. Okay, 0.5. Because it had See, one I'm, joke I liked. <laughs> Yeah, I'm gonna say a, a two because you know they they had they had to do a lot of things really quickly. Yeah, there yeah, was a, that's a couple true. Couple good jokes. That's true. Um, romance zero zero for me. I mean, there's the naked dudes, but that's not romance. So no, yeah, zero. A naked man is never romantic. <laughs> uh, action, <laughs> treadmill action. Yeah, there's there? some some. Oh yeah, I don't count. Pobble that. horse action going on. Zero yeah. for me. Zero. zero. <laughs> uh, suspense. Zero. 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 I don't see any. Yeah, this is. They're literally just there. Uh, the stakes. Zero. Z- zero. <laughs> People are gonna look at this score. Yeah, they're zero. Not, but they're they're gonna look at this score and they're gonna think that we hate this show. <laughs> and it's, no, it's just you know our algorithm, our complex, our complex rating, rating system. system. Yeah, uh, camp. Camp is going to be tough for this show because it it's yeah. it is camp. It, That's it's self aware. It is. Yeah, yeah, it's comedy. Um, I would say maybe like giving it a one because of the porn joke is like kind of campy. I think it's like leaning into the unspoken camp factor, yeah. and it is kind of campy that her version of a porn program is just like. Buff dudes working, working out. out. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I'm going with the point five on that one. I'm going to go with the one as well. Uh, but, guys. <laughs> Let's ask the computer. We have <laughs> a final score. Computer, what is the final score? Calculating. Zero point three three. Oh, our first <laughs> sub one. That's oh, man. man, that's rough. Even Practical Joker got above a one, and it was also there's more animated to chew on. because there's more stakes. There's it, it's more yeah, involved in the episode itself. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah it played a much more essential role. That's why it's basically the same beats, though. Basically, yeah. Um, Oof, that was rough. Yeah. Hey, but if they're gonna use the holodeck a lot. I have. I'm very optimistic. Yeah. Yes. That we're There's, gonna see. Th- there'll be some good ones. Absolutely. There'll be a. There'll be some above one. But this is our first episode that's gotten below a one. Yeah. <laughs> I've been trying week to week when we watch the shitty ones. <laughs> Did they mention which holodeck they were in? No. Okay. I I'm trying like to find out how do. many they yeah. have. Yeah. That well, I'm sure maybe we'll find. I'm out. sure we can find yeah. out. What do you guys think of the ship design? By the the way. California class, like backtracking. A little I thought bit, it looked yeah. nice. I, I like that it, re- it, it, it basically looks like a kit bash. You know, like when they did in the Wrath of Khan, they just took the saucer section of the Enterprise and they put the warp nacelles on it and they just got rid of the middle part. Yeah, I feel yeah. like they did that, but with the Enterprise D. Yeah, 
Yeah, yeah. You get the saucer section and they put on the warp engines and the little deflector dish and that's it. I kind of like it. I think it's like, it looks, it looks like sleek. a mass produced Starfleet ship. Just like, yeah. Yeah, we just need to make a thing to go to planets after the good R- ships. Run go of the through. mill. Yeah. Yeah. Just so we know, uh, Memory Alpha, because there's very little uh, knowledge that we have, and California class starships are a new thing with lower decks, they have at least one holodeck that we know of. At the very, very least. Well, no. Hey, props to people who work on Memory Alpha and who contribute. Yeah, really. Totally. Thank you. Uh, that's That's <laughs> been so crucial. Like basically whenever we talk about trivia, 90% of it comes from Memory Alpha. So shout out to the people who work on Memory Alpha. Yeah. 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 All right. Yeah. That was fun. Yeah. What are we doing yeah. next week? Uh, we're doing as previously yep. um, planned. We are watching Body and Soul. Previously planned. Previously planned, uh, which is a Voyager episode, season seven, episode four, I believe. And I believe this is the Tuvok Bangs episode. Tuvok Bangs? Yeah. I can't believe we passed up Tuvok Banging for... <laughs> <laughs> no, this was great. I'm glad that we did Lower Decks. How could we? Uh, no, yeah, it's going to be a fun episode. Uh, I'm excited. If you just this, if this is the first time you've watched or listened to our podcast because it was lower decks related or whatever, um, and if you really really like holiday content, we do. We love Star Trek a lot. Please subscribe. Uh, we we have a lot of fun. We, this one probably is a little bit different little from weird. what we usually do because yeah. yeah. But um, but please do give us a shot. Uh, do you guys have like a favorite episode to recommend people who might be new to our podcast? Um, uh, that's a good question. Take me out to the hollow um, suite. Yeah, I knew you were gonna say take me out to the hollow suite. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, take me out to the hollow suite. A good one. Uh, author, author is another good one. Yeah, I think. Author, yeah, author, author, author is, author is really, really fun. Or, but yeah, just have fun, guys. And uh, yeah. go ahead. What was that, Dylan? No, there was one that was really bad that we had a really great time with, and I can't remember which. I mean, one it the was. Icarus Factor. Was the, the Icarus yeah, Factor is fun. The Icarus so Factor bad. is is I think a very fun episode because it's just a bad episode. So that's a we good also time. had a lot of fun with Body and Soul. So make sure to listen next week. Yeah, we yeah. did. We had yeah. a very good time that's with a that really one. Fun one. Yeah, so yeah, just subscribe. Uh, leave us a review if you if you liked it, and if you didn't, you know, hold off until you do like our podcast. Yeah, yeah. We're on Instagram and Twitter. The voice to the track to the holodeck computer was provided by Verona Blue. The intro and outro music is by the artist Bodyline. It's available on Bandcamp um, and used with permission of the Midwest Collective. And folks, Trek to the Holodeck is a fan podcast. We have nothing to do with Viacom CBS except that we're now all paying for CBS All Access again. Fucking so vultures. do that so you can watch all of Star Trek, of which we are fans. If fans. you don't and if you don't <laughs> want to watch any of the new Star Trek, then just don't get CBS All Access and you can watch all the old Star Trek on like Netflix and stuff. Yeah. If you already Amazon, have Netflix. Yeah. And Amazon, <laughs> yeah, yeah, literally Amazon. everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. And if you're not in the United States or Canada, I do believe you can watch all the new Star Trek stuff on Netflix. on Netflix, yeah, it's we're not lean. we're not actively saying don't give CBS Viacom money. <laughs> That's not what we're saying. Definitely we are not, not we're saying. saying that. We're saying leave us alone, <laughs> CBS Viacom. Yeah, we're fans of your content. Yeah, we want to give you money. <laughs> All right, <laughs> Let's terminate get the program. fuck out of here. <laughs>
Lane spent virtually every free hour in the hollow suite. And for a while, I almost forgot he was a hologram. That means the holodeck safeties are off. Computer, execute complete shutdown of the holodeck. All holo simulations have been terminated. 